to Casa Grande Chats, a podcast dedicated to the Loud House spinoff series, The Casa Grandes, and I'm your host, Sunny. And welcome to episode 14 of Casa Grande Chats! And we have a lot of stuff to talk about today with news and a lot of episodes that came out for the Loud House and the Casa Grandes, but I'm actually not alone today talking about all of this stuff on the podcast today. I have a very special reoccurring guest coming back on my podcast. She is, of course, my best friend of fandom. You all know her. It's Wyoming Parmesan, a.k.a. Nat. Welcome back to my podcast, Nat. Yay, I'm happy to be here, especially because we have a lot of really fun stuff to talk about this time. Oh yeah, of course, and I wanted her back on my podcast, because this week, of course, the Lobby episode premiered, and I didn't, I, I knew, like, the one person I knew to talk about Lobby with was Nat, of course, so we are going to talk about that later. Yes. So, but first of all, let's get into some Casa news! Hey, it's me, Ronnie Ann. If you like the louds, come meet my family. My mom, my brother, Abuelo, Abuela, Tio Carlos, Tia Frida, my cousins Carlota, CJ, Carl, and Carlitos, and our pet Sergio and Lalo. We are the Casa Grandes. So the first I- item on the news to th- this week is that we had two of the Lincoln and Roddy and Roddy Kid vlogs come out, <clears throat> number eight and nine. So number eight was kind of like a challenge video where they kind of, first they did a staring contest, then they did like a what's in your bag video kind of thing where they kind of pulled out stuff from their bag. And uh, Matt, I haven't asked you this because you haven't been on, uh, how you been enjoying the uh, Roddy Kid vlogs coming out? Oh, I I love them. Like, I have been uh, watching them, like, every time they come out. And I think it's just fun because it's like, I remember we used to want Lincoln and Ronnie in to do video chats together. And yeah. so now we get one, like, every week. I know. And, is that crazy? <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, I think it's fun because, you know, they're basically the protagonists of those two shows. And so it's just so much fun that they're actually friends with each other and stuff. Yeah, I know. Like, as I said before, this is basically just that VDS content for the show because they're like, oh, we know you like like Iranian so much, guys. So we'll give you this, but you have to wait in the actual show till they, like, come back in, like, season five, you know? So <laughs> that's the sad part about that. But they're like, they're, at least they acknowledge us and they're like, hey, we'll give you something with these two because we know you like them so much. And again, it is a weekly thing, like... I always set my alarm to 10 a.m. the wake up every morning to check YouTube to see if one actually gets posted. And man, they've been like, they've been chugging out all of these. Like, I don't know when, I don't think they'll, I don't know if they, they'll probably stop eventually. But as of right now, I'm loving that they're giving us as many as they are right now. Yeah, it's awesome. And I think they always come with like some kind of cute content. Like, I love that a lot of it is like, not kind of like, stuff that's trendy with like the kids nowadays because it's like it's so much fun seeing them talk about that kind of stuff like the one when they were talking I think it might have been the last week one where they talked about like the internet challenges and stuff like that was funny yeah like I love that one because like there was actually some kind of continuity in that one where Rodian had said that she saw from season one, making the case, she saw the video that Lincoln entered in that contest, yeah. which makes you rethink that entire episode now, because we didn't see her in that episode. So now you're like, wait, she was there the whole time? She saw that video? So that must mean she must have saw the video he made about his sisters and the apology video he made. And it was funny because you then you remember that she kind of hated him back then. Yeah. So of course she didn't vote for his video. <laughs> she voted for Hamster Cam and he's like, Hamster Cam. <laughs> 
And then like um when the when they had the what's in your bag video, one when, when she pulled out the ring from horoscope, I had to pause it and be like, Ronnie Ann, why do you still have that? <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh. And then he's like, oh, I'll come back and, and, and get it. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, she didn't even know she had it in her bag. And so it's like, oh, that little that little tiny bit of ship teasing on our part. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a good one. And then number nine came out today, which was the one where we could learn Spanish. And I absolutely loved the concept of this one because it was also tied into the Casa Grande Familiar Sounds podcast that came out a couple days ago where they actually – taught Ronnie Ann a little bit of Spanish so I've been waiting for Ronnie Ann to actually like teach Lincoln Spanish in the show or like you know speak Spanish around him she kind of did a horoscope but not really so this one was like she was actually teaching him Spanish because he's taking Spanish and had to take a Spanish test and I just thought this one was really good yeah it was about uh let me see oh I was gonna say it uh I apologize if this is wrong um <laughs> Uh, let's see. Lincoln aprende español. Lincoln learns Spanish. Yes. <laughs> like I just loved like hearing how Ronnie Ann would say the words because like some of the times she would like roll her R's. Yeah. <laughs> and then Lincoln would go like I know like when she was trying to teach him how to say Sergio like or say like bird in Spanish she like goes oh, I don't know how you say it but like it and like rolling her arms and then Lincoln goes Padro like with an H. Ah, <laughs> uh, I gotta look up the word because I forgot. But uh, I should have wrote down all the Spanish words for this. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, pajaro. Yes. And she said pajarti. Yeah. Yes, that was the way of her memory, or like the one where she was like. Here's how you remember um, cow. Like, uh, you go to Dairyland for a... On a... Vodka. It's vodka. Vodka. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I just... I thought it was a really great one. Like... Yeah. That was funny. And then my favorite one was the one with Lana because I always, like, when I look at the word now, I think of her because it's Rana. Yeah. And I'm like, Lana loves Ranas. Yeah. Like, that's just so funny. It is. It's really, it's really cute. Yeah. And there's also, like, they had their podcast come out this past week, and that one was about Spanish, too. Yes. And so I'm like, they're trying to give Dora a run for her money. Oh, she is. Yeah. So that's a good transition. <laughs> Thank you for doing my own transition. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I invite her on the show. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, so yes, of course, we got the Casa Familiar Sounds which is the one where they were teaching Ronnie Ann more Spanish because, like, some people in the fandom have kind of sort of complained about how Ronnie and Bobby have quickly picked up Spanish words despite them in the, in the main show not really speaking Spanish as well as their family. And then this one kind of, like, touched upon that where it was like, oh, like, you still don't really know your Spanish that well, so we'll, we'll teach you. Yeah. Like, we'll teach the audience, but we'll still teach you. And then, like, yeah, mm -hmm. go, go, go ahead. Oh, no, I was... You can finish. I was just going to say. No, you can go. That's uh, okay. Oh, what I was going to say, like, I have a reasoning behind that. Like, I think the reason why is because we only ever really saw them interact with the louds. And the louds don't speak Spanish. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense for Bobby and Ronnie Ann to say Spanish around them. Whereas they're the Casa Grandes. Are they all of them? I assume are fluent in Spanish. Yes. So of course they're gonna speak Spanish around them. Right. So yeah. That's what I think. But 
Yeah, like I don't think it's weird because it's just, you know, they speak Spanglish yeah. in the show, which I think is fun because it's like you don't really have like you don't really have to um to like know Spanish to know what they're saying because oftentimes they'll kind of say it afterward and so yeah, I think it's pretty fun. Yeah. And like the best way they could teach us some Spanish words is by a musical number. Like they yep. actually sung a song, like Hector sung a song, and they all sang. I thought, like, oh my gosh, when they started singing, that Roddy Ann got to sing a, a line, like, I started bawling my eyes out. I was just like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, like you said, like, this giving Dora run for its money. Like, yeah. Like, like I, like the whole, <laughs> when I started this podcast, like, the one thing I was really excited for with the Casa Grandes was learning more about their culture and learning more Spanish words, because mm-hmm. I don't speak Spanish. I took, I took Spanish in high school for one year. Failed it. What can you do? But, um, you know, like, I was actually, I was really intrigued by it. Now I'm learning from that because <laughs> she's teaching me yeah. all Spanish words now. <laughs> and this show, yeah. obviously. So, like I said, it's it's really, like, educational, too. Like, in the way where they do teach you new words when they say something new, I'm like, what does that mean? And that will tell me exactly what they said. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool, you know? So I think yeah. it's fun. Yeah, like, uh, one of the first things that, like, I took Spanish in um, middle school. And one of the first things that they taught us was all of the different family words. So we learned, like, mother, father, brother, sister, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle, cousins, like, all that stuff. And so I'm like, that comes in handy now with this show. <laughs> yeah, it really does. So, like, I loved just, I love that they connected that with the vlog. It's like, Roddy had promoted her own podcast on her vlog. That was just really great because she was like oh i'm inspired by your podcast so i did mine and then lincoln said he's gonna go listen to it so you know i thought that was a really nice tie yeah so that means kind of i guess like the extra content has some continuity to it i guess then you know yeah and uh what was that song oh i'm i'm not gonna say the tune right but it was like hablando espanol con los casa grandes or something like that yes i was like Speaking Spanish with the Casa Grandes or however it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was so cute. Yeah, it was oh. really great. Yeah? No, I was just saying, yeah. Because uh, I know it'll probably never happen, but, like, I think it would be cool if uh, they made an episode that was in Spanish and they just put, like, English subtitles on it. Oh, my gosh. That would be so fun. That was so... Oh, speaking of that, I actually saw the other day on Twitter, like, someone posted the Spanish dubbed version of the theme song mm-hmm. of the Casa Grandes. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, it was. That was really cool to see. <sighs> oh. Yeah, the, just the whole thing with the culture. Like, I think something about it, like, I feel like that's part of the reason why it exists is because they've never really had, like, a whole cartoon that's just about a Latino family. Like, yeah, we have Dora, and there's been, you know, some shows um, on other channels that were about latino uh people but this one is about a multi-generational family and like that's something that's really common in um latin american culture so like i'm sure there's a lot of uh like latino americans who who can relate to it a lot and so oh yeah that's why i love it me too like i just i just love how like you know again like like we're learning about 
their cultures, not not just like, oh, it is about a, you know, a huge Latino family, but they're also not afraid to like pull out those words and say them in front of them, but also, you know, clarify them to people who don't really understand you like like me and some and others out there who don't speak Spanish. Yeah. But I still think it's just really fun because like I'm learning something. I feel like I'm learning something every day. I watch this ep- I watch this show, you know. Mhm. I love it. Yeah, I feel like it it in kind of um what's the word oh see now we're talking about spanish i can't think of english now (laughs) yeah (laughs) it kind of motivates that's the word motivates me to kind of practice spanish some more because like that was something that i liked in the podcast too was where um like carlos he said that like spanish is becoming like the second most spoken language in america and so that just kind of means that if you are working in the public with people in a place where you're going to encounter those kind of people, it's probably a good idea to, to at least learn like the basics and stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Cause it seems like there are a lot of people who do speak Spanish nowadays, you know, that's a very mm-hmm. you know common language for people to learn. I mean, you know, that's the, that's the one I, I wanted to learn when I was in high school because like most, most of my friends, I had a couple friends who did speak Spanish. So when they would speak, to, sometimes they would speak words to me and I'd be like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. So I'm glad that there's kids that are learning it and adults too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So again, make sure you check out the Cosmic Familiar Sounds and the vlogs because again, those two were just great teaching us all about like just le- learning Spanish, of course, like Lincoln and everybody else that was listening to the podcast. All right, so then we're going to get into uh, episode episode news. Let's jump over to the Loud House first. And we have two episodes that are coming out February February 15th, which is after my birthday. So technically, I'm going to say it for now, I'm getting episodes on my birthday technically because they're they're supposed to be Valentine's Day themed. So let's start with the first one, which is Singled Out. Feeling like a third wheel when her teammates find significant others, Lynn seeks a boyfriend just to fit in. So I'm really interested in this episode because, again, Lynn feeling like she needs a boyfriend to fit in. I've seen this kind of, like, trope uh, plot done before in other shows, but it just seems kind of an interesting thing to do with Lynn of all characters, you know? Like, what do you think about this episode? Oh, I'm kind of, like... Not really excited, but I'm more, like, curious about it. Because, like, I know we found out, like, I think one of the storyboard artists said on Instagram that Lynn could be get could be getting a new love interest Yeah. a few, a few months back. But the thing is that, like, I don't know if this is, like, it feels like a trope that has been done in uh, TV before. Kind of like, you know, she could just go and find, like, a random guy. And be like, hey, will you pretend to date me um, so that I can pretend I have a boyfriend so that I don't feel left out? And then they end up liking each other. Like, that's yeah. how I feel like it's going to end. Yeah, it, this reminds me of the movie um, uh, 10 Things I Hate About You, which is where, like, there's this girl that everybody doesn't like and all the guys persuade this one guy to actually go out with her and then eventually they do fall in love. So I'm thinking, like, because Lynn is, well, Lynn, like, people aren't really, like, you know, attracted to her or kind of scared of her being, like, you know, aggressive and stuff. So eventually somebody will try to, like, go out with her. Or even there's this episode of Hey Arnold where Helga pays one of her friends to be, be her pretend boyfriend to make Arnold jealous. So that I guess it'll be kind of like that in the way, Seth, where she's not making anybody jealous. She's just trying to fit in with others. But again, like, with Lynn... 
I never thought she would be the type to feel that way, you know? Yeah, because I, I think, like, for her, especially, you know, being 13 years old, I can kind of understand it, though, because even though, you know, she has her sports and those are pretty much, like, her whole life. Because, like, when I, was, when I was her age, like, I wasn't into sports, but I was always, like, you know, my friends would be over here dating people and I'd be like, okay, I'll just be here with, you know, my cartoons and my video games and all this stuff. Like, y'all have fun with that. And so for her, though, I can kind of see it because it's like, you know, there might be a part of her that kind of is like not really lonely, but she kind of just wants to know what it feels like to, you know, be in a relationship. So I can get that, especially at her age. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that, too. I mean, like, or she could just be like me and just pretend to have a fake boyfriend, as I did. That was her age, you know? <laughs> like, everybody oh, has a boyfriend. Yeah. I just said, oh, I have a boyfriend. Nah, he's not real. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be quite an interesting episode. Like, I feel like in the end, Lynn, I don't know when the guy are going to end up together, but I feel like maybe she'll realize that she's just okay without a boyfriend she doesn't need one she's just fine on her own she's not like desperate for it you know like it's not really her thing you know but again you know these episodes always throw us for a loop sometimes so you never know like she could get a new boyfriend we don't know whether it's francisco or somebody else so we'll have to wait yeah and, see. and it could be like um it could be like they are kind of, like how they're doing with like saluna and luani where like they st- it's the start of kind of like an arc for Lynn because they're doing that with Luann and Luna. So might as well include Lynn in there too. Yeah, that's true. But I'm still saying this. When we get in the Lenny Chaz episode yeah, at TLH. I was about to say, for real, like Lori has a boyfriend. Luna has a girlfriend. Luann has a boyfriend. Lynn could be getting a boyfriend. Where is Lenny? Exactly. It's like they set that up in real life music, and yet they don't they don't establish it at all. It's like, come on. We want the Lenny and Chaz episode. You gave us all these ship episodes. Give us the Lenny and Chaz episode. We'll stop asking. Uh, and then let's get on to another ship episode, which is Brave the Last Dance. Clyde recruits Lincoln and the gang to find out if a girl he has a crush on at school feels the same way. So we are getting another Clyde episode. We just had a Clyde episode recently, so it's nice that Clyde is finally getting more attention than he did before. Because we had one episode of season three, now he has two. And again, this one is very interesting because I I didn't know that Clyde was going to get a love interest. When we first heard about Change of Heart, we all thought the uh, you know the exchange student that was going to stay with him was going to be a love interest, but kind of sort of not ended up being. You know, it's open to interpretation on that. But um, with this episode, he's actually getting a love interest, and we don't know who this person is. Some people might. Some people think it might be Penelope, which I wouldn't be surprised is Penelope from Shellshock, or it could be a completely different new girl we don't know. But um. How, how, what do you think about this episode? Oh, I I think I might be more excited about this one than the other one. Just because, like, I need someone else to ship Clyde with. Because he honestly has not really had many, um, like, unless you, you know, you go for the crack ships, like, Clint or um, Slide, which is Sid and Clyde. Mm-hmm. Uh because I kind of, like, I know some people ship him with Haiku or Penelope. Like, I kind of shipped him with Penelope, but, like, I don't think she's going to come back. It's, mm. She'll just be in the background, but. So, 
I'm really excited about that. And so, like, the fact that all of his the friends are involved, like, you know, it'll be, like, Rusty, Zach, Liam, and maybe Stella, too. Yeah. And so, in seeing Lincoln as a wingman, oh, <laughs> he's so, <laughs> he's a good wingman. And the, I think the biggest part of this is that it also kind of shows that we're living in an era where Clyde doesn't really have a crush on Lori anymore. Yeah, yeah, they really have not brought that up like recently like i think the last time they ever referenced that was an absent-minded with like a little sight gag with lori being his journal but any other time like in the comics or even recently around lori he's been chill so i think he's over lori and again like it, even in be selling my heart he had a crush on stella so i think yeah. clyde is over lori at this point yeah and like literally um it, like exchange of heart like that one just came out like last week i mm -hmm. think yeah and and he literally called Lincoln to ask if he can get Lori to take them to the airport. Like, he like in season one, season one, Clyde would have never done that. Yeah, he'd be too scared to even approach Lori. <laughs> <laughs> he would have never done that. So that was really cool. Yeah, like I'm interested in how the how the group is gonna help Clyde, specifically with Stella now in the game, because now that now that they actually have a girlfriend in their group. She could actually, as a girl, actually give him good advice to talk to the girl. Because I feel like, like, they'll take turns. Kind of, like, It'll be kind of like, like, Stallmar in a way, where they take turns trying to help Clyde with the girl, trying to convince them that, you know, there's somebody that really likes him. But I really hope, and I really hope they don't do this. I've said it on Twitter, but I hope they don't do this. Where Lincoln goes up to tell to the girl, the girl either thinks that Lincoln is liking her, or saying something completely where it's, like, out of context, and Clyde is like, Lincoln, no! I thought we were friends. Why would yeah, you betray oh me? God. Like I've seen that done <laughs> in so many cartoons. And if they do that psych, if they do that gag, I will just, I will just no. I don't do that. I swear to. I've seen that in so many cartoons <laughs> where the wingman goes up to the girl. And the girl thinks the wingman likes him, and the one voice is so upset. And Clyde gets upset. And it's like Clyde, no, we're just friends. I swear. I like Roddy Ann. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh you know what's funny yeah, that is, one... i don't want to i don't want to call anybody out but i made a tweet about this on twitter where zay he was telling feeding me like he was feeding me about the idea of what if lincoln asked because there's supposed to be a dance so he was like oh yeah what if lincoln asked roddy it's the dance i'm like no <laughs> don't you feed that into my head and also i'm thinking about it that post on twitter and alex the voice of carl liked that tweet so i'm like Hmm, Alex, oh. is there something you want to tell me? <laughs> oh my god, it could honestly just be like, he, like, uh, at, like, we don't even see him ask her, like, she just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, because, like, remember, <laughs> Isabella recorded for Loud House a long time ago, and since Horoscope came out when she was recording it, that episode she appears in is probably coming out soon, so I'm like... Is she gonna be? I don't think so. I don't want to say so, but if she, if she just pops out of nowhere like a surprise where it's like, oh, like they're like, hey, Lincoln, who did you invite to the dance? He's like, oh, um, someone special. And she just pops up like, hey, they all just like drop their, drop their jaws. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wait, how did you convince her? Doesn't she not like dances? Oh, she's very good. I'm very good at persuading her. And you know that would be character development because do you remember he didn't want her to ask her to ask him to a dance? Yeah, and now it's like, 
Oh, I was thinking about it where it's like maybe he tells her there's like free flippies at the dance, so maybe that's what convinces her to go. But then deep down, she's like, I'll just go for him, you know, because I want to see him again. And it'd be like she could talk to Bob, talk Bobby. He would. She wouldn't even have to talk Bobby into coming with to taking her because he'd be like, Oh, I can see Lori. Okay, I'll go. Okay, yeah, I'll just drop you off. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> come on TLH writers let us on the crew we'll write the episodes for you <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about just seeing Clyde try to talk to this girl whoever the girl ends up being I'm not sure and we won't see like any promos or any pictures of that till uh, I guess during that week of the 15th because there's no new Loud House next week or Casa Grande's apparently so we're on a week nope. hiatus as of right now. So, well, we'll yeah. probably we'll probably get a new vlog next Saturday though. Yes, that's true. And what's funny thing is we're gonna get one on the 15th, so another late birthday present for me. So that's yep. good. All right. And what if that one ends up being like a Valentine's Day special? You know, you never know. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like they're like, um, so we got we know that you guys ship us. What's that ship name you call us? Ron Kid, Roddy Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come on, TLH, hire us. We got you. <laughs> anyway, all right. And then, <clears throat> and then, um, we don't know when this one's premiering. It said the 18th for these. These two episodes were originally going to air on the 15th, but they pushed them back because the other episodes are Valentine's Day episodes. So we are getting two other Lighthouse episodes that are coming whenever they are. I mean, right now it says the 18th, but that's a Tuesday, so I don't think that's true right now. So we're getting two episodes after that, which are right or wrong. Mom tries to convince a newspaper editor that her kids are perfect in order to land a parenting advice column job. So, um, this could be a Rita episode, and, uh, I remember the last one we had, which was The Right Stuff, wasn't my favorite episode of season three, or any episode of the show at all, like, I found it kind of boring. And, yeah. And I watched Rita Her Rights recently, and I found, I'm not a really big fan of that episode either, but, um... I know some people kind of told me that this one kind of reminds them of, like, present tense in a way, but what do you think about this episode? Yeah, I think it'll be kind of funny, because, like, I feel like when, um, like, if you look at episodes like Rita, Her Rights and stuff, like, it, I kind of, it kind of, to me, is, like, where, like, we all know that, like, you know, the Rita and then Senior love their kids, but, like, I feel like she kind of sees her kids as, like, monsters at times. <laughs> I mean, do you, have you seen the loud kids? I mean, they yeah. are monsters. <laughs> and so I feel like this one is just going to be, might be, like, a, not like a, like a new version of Rita Her Rights where she's like, oh, no, my kids are fine. And then she walks in and they like, the house is on fire. Yeah, like, it kind of reminds me of, um, in Friendship with Magic, they did an episode of season two where the CMC actually were, like, newspaper writers, so they kind of did, like, columns with a newspaper on, like, the main six, it was all, like, gossip and stuff, so I feel like maybe her, maybe Rita will, like, write, like, fake stories about her kids and how perfect angels they are, and then, like, the, like, maybe, like, a news reporter comes in and is like, we want to interview your kids, and they come in and, like, the house is destroyed, and they're like, well, that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like that one can probably be i think it'll probably be funny if anything yeah but but of course the one we are all looking forward to is perfect gig 
When the McBrides go out of town, they hire Luna to cat-sit, but the job becomes more demanding than she imagined. So this episode we've been hearing out hearing about for a long time. This is the Saluna yep. babysitting the cat episode we've been waiting for and hearing about for such a long time from Kevin, and now it is finally coming. I'm so yep. excited because, of course, it's Saluna. How excited are you for this episode, Nat? Oh, I'm so happy also because... I posted about it back in April of last year, mm-hmm. and, like, some people thought that it was fake, and it's like, well, I got something to tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I actually, like, I like I didn't want to say anything at the time, you know, because I didn't want Kevin to get in trouble, because I know that there were times in the past where, like, people would constantly ask him about stuff, and, mm. you know, he's basically like breaking his contract to tell us stuff yeah and and so he didn't want people like posting it online and like I kind of made that mistake and so I was like okay I'm not gonna you know if I ask him about anything I'm not gonna post it and I don't remember what it was but like I didn't even ask him about the ship episodes like he just kind of told me about oh I remember what it was like I um told him that I enjoyed stage plight and racing hearts and then He just said, oh, thank you. We also have uh, these two, ep- an episode about Luann and Benny going on a date and then um, the cat sitting one with Luna and Sam. And I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, I didn't want to say it at the time, but now I can pro- I guess I could say it. That, yeah, he told me about that. Yeah, so. yeah. It is hard for us fans when we do get in contact with the TLH crew that they have to be very secretive when they tell us stuff because yeah. there are things that we know sometimes that they don't want us saying until it actually gets announced because I remember when like in season three I remember this when you post like somebody posted the self-improvement title card and I think it was Amanda who was the director yeah like, DM you saying how did you know about this <laughs> yeah yeah I was like oh because I know like you know the um what is it called an NDR yeah non non-disclosure agreement yeah like Anybody who who works in, like, animation or any kind of TV, like, they're not allowed to talk about stuff until the network says, okay, you guys can talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not, and it's also, it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, well, even even though we're dying for spoilers, you, we also don't want spoilers because I think it's more fun to be surprised. Yeah, exactly. Like, I remember when, like, like we didn't know about, king of the cons like that episode wasn't even announced and it just that came, came out, out of nowhere, of nowhere. it yeah. did we didn't know it was coming nobody heard about anything nobody said anything it wasn't even like leaked out like all these other episodes are and they're like oh Latin has special like what <laughs> where did this come from <laughs> you know yeah that was crazy and now i think um yeah so now we have all these like random episode titles coming out and it's just like, yay! Yay! But these two episodes, we don't know when they're coming! Yay! No. <laughs> but yeah, I am excited for this one because we're going to get more Saluna. We got some Saluna content in the episodes we'll talk about later, but this will be the big Saluna episode we're all looking forward to. So I'm excited for it. Yep. And then for the, so that's all the loudest episodes that are coming up. And for the Casa Grandes, sadly, my show has no synopsis out for any episodes. We do have dates and title and titles for them. So the 22nd and the 29th are when the Casa Grandes are coming back. And the episodes we have are Away Game, Monster Cash, Tread Game, and these, and this, 
and this bird has flown, and right now we don't have a synopsis for them, but I think the bird one obviously is going to be a Sergio episode. I heard, like, Miguel had said it at a, at a, at a, um, at a Miguel said at a convention once that there's going to be a Bobby and Sergio episode coming up, so I think this might be the one they're talking about. And then uh, Away Game and Tread Game, I don't know, maybe those might be connected episodes, but I don't think they are, you know? They just sound like the same title as, like, Snow Way Out and Snow Way Down, where they're not connected but the same title. And Monster Cash could be a Carl episode, but again, I don't know, so we'll see what happens with those. Yeah, for sure. And let me see, so that's all the news that I have written down. Is there anything that you heard about? Oh, with- yeah, there was There was one thing I remembered. Okay. Um, Remember, apparently... Liliana was recording for the movie this past week. Oh, that's right! I forgot about that! Yes! We finally have some update on the Loud House movie that's coming out! Finally! (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, it's not much because, obviously, like, they're recording the voices, so I think that means that we could possibly get a trailer this year. Yes, like a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Later this year. I hope so. Maybe at San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, like, I'm I'm so pumped. Fun. It would be, yeah. yeah. And I'm just glad that, like, it's a... Even if it's just recording and stuff, like, it's still... And we know not Like, we literally know nothing about the plot or anything. But it's still a reassurance that, yes, it is being made. It yes. is happening. Yes, the movie is still happening. Like, you know, like, uh... I know when before Jer- Jor- before Girl Jordan left, she was working on the Loud House movie, so it is still happening. So yes, and, now and they re- hired mm-hmm. they ha- they hired some new people for it too. So. Yes, and of course now seeing that they're recording the voices, it is happening. The Loud House movie is happening. So hopefully, as the year goes by, we'll see more and more updates on the Loud House movie. Yes, I hope so. Like when Netflix has their like, uh, what is it like when all the like you know, the companies talk about all their upcoming stuff, like, they could have it on there since it's coming out next year, so. Yeah. Yay! And we're supposed to be getting Loud House on Netflix eventually. I don't know when, but... I hope so. I think that would be good promotion for the movie. Yeah, it would be. Like, I I, I know it's supposed to be either this year or next year, I'm not sure, because I know they have that deal with Nickelodeon and Netflix to make new content, and I know Loud House is supposed to be on Netflix, because I know it is on Netflix in the UK, but that's a U.S. it's not, so I know they're suppo- it's supposed yeah. to come um, soon. I don't know when, so. I hope so, but yeah, that just made me so excited. So it was like, and you know, like, they were doing stuff for, like, the Miraculous movie, too. Yes. And so I was like, oh my god, we have both of these movies coming out next year. That's right, they're we're both gonna- coming out. <laughs> we're gonna be, like, I, I was saying, like, if they both come out around the same time, I don't know how I'm gonna handle myself. Yeah, I know, right? Especially if the Loud House movie <laughs> gives us, like, ship validation to give us all the ships in one movie and we get like lady door and adrian ed and the love square and the one oh. movie then we get like lobby and roddy kid and saluda and wanny and whatever ships they give us in the movie <laughs> oh my god we're gonna we're just gonna be like d- like oh we're gonna they're gonna give us stuff to talk about for a year oh yeah i mean they're gonna give us enough stuff to talk about with all these ship episodes that are coming out i mean three ship episodes in one week that's like crazy to me like you know oh my god yeah i guess i just can't believe that <laughs> like i remember like some of us were like say like oh the loud house never really does romance subplots and all that stuff that was like a lot tl is like you want loud house ships we'll give you loud house ships <laughs> oh my gosh yes yeah, but yeah, it's gonna be so much fun whenever we get more information about that. 
Oh yeah, I I can't wait. So yeah, I guess is that was that everything else that came out with news this week? Yeah, I think so. Oh wait, I Regarding... almost forgot the plushies. Forgot about the plushies. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So yes. they're coming out. Yeah, they're coming out with these um plushies for um crane machines like claw machines and stuff and you can buy some of them on ebay yes there's someone selling them on ebay for like 30 bucks but there is there's Le- there's Lori, luna luann lynn lincoln lucy um i think was there a lana or a lola one i don't know no but then there's no Bo- there wasn't bobby bobby and clyde yeah i'm so I'm... upset they made bobby but not rodia come on she's literally the main character of her own spinoff now and they still deduce her to like no merch like come on guys <laughs> give rodia some credit now you make her brother but not her his sister like come on guys come on yeah and i that makes me hope that like um maybe since like i know that the thing um like wicked cool toys is it the ones who made the pl- the other plushies and the um the figures aren't making loud house stuff anymore but since nick has this new deal with toy factory i hope that they'll make some more toys yes as well I... maybe not hmm? uh i said maybe not some maybe some that you can't just get in claw machines because i suck get those things yeah i would not be able to get those out of the claw machine <laughs> no i would be like someone needs to just go find a bunch of them and try to get them all and then sell them to us like yeah <laughs> If anybody from Toy Factory is listening, please make a Rodian. I will beg you. I will pay you to make a Rodian for me. I need my girl in plush form. <laughs> I swear. I have a Lincoln. Yes. I need Roddy Kid in plush form. Lobby in plush form is great, but Roddy Kid in plush form is what <laughs> I need right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, those those are coming out. When I don't know when they're coming out. I guess they're coming out soon in like yeah, like amusement parks and yeah. machines and stuff. So that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. If someone is selling them on eBay, then they have them somewhere. Yeah, because I know a bunch of my friends have bought the Lind one, which they they came like really early, so they they have that already. Yeah. So I, somebody might be in contact with like someone who has a claw machine full of those, and they're just like selling them. <laughs> I will buy your entire claw machine so I can just get all the plushies. It's like, here you go. This sells them online. Here you go. They're all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but even now, like, that is, honestly, though, that's a good way to get me to try to play those games, though. Because even if you go to, like, some arcades and stuff will have where you get tickets and then you can get prizes. Like, if I saw one of those, I'd be like, I need 500 tickets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, like, I know all together they sold them, like, $150. Like, no way am I buying all of them for $150. No. Mm-mm. But, yeah, I'm going to be on my look- on the lookout, like, at the arcade and stuff for those. Yeah, so that's really exciting that there actually is some Lit Loud House merch out there. Because I know, like, there's also the Nickelodeon Universe. They made a bunch of new Loud House shirts, too. Like, the Lincoln yeah, one, they the did. Lori one. I know you have the Lori one, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, It's and they're so soft, too. Yeah, because I have the Loud House one that Hot Topic sold, but I want to get that Lincoln Longsleeve Man with a mm-hmm. plaid shirt because I love it. It's so cool. Yeah, and they have them on Amazon as well. Like, I think the Lori one, they have it in a different color yeah, and the than Lincoln, the one I have. Yeah, and the Lincoln one, they have in gray and, and white, and they have, like, I think they have a Clyde one that's, like, Wingman. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they have one with all the characters on, so it's really cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I want that one. 
So make sure you just support all the merch that's coming out, guys. Because if you buy the merch, we'll get more merch as they are with the plushies. So you never yeah. know. So whenever these things come out, just support the plush and support the merch and all that stuff. All right, mm-hmm. so I think that is again. I think that's all the news that came out. I don't think there's. I I don't think of anything else as right now with that. So we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about all the episodes of the Loud House and the Casa Grande that came out, which are Game Off, Deep Cuts, How to Train Your Carl, Copycat, and Flea Market. When we come back. <laughs> with my big familia. Every day here is my favorite dia. One big house in our family store. Food and laughter y mucho amor. Tios, abuelos, all of my primos. A dog, a parrot, amigos. We're one big family now. Sundays and Mondays, they're all fun days when you're with us. Casa Grande. Mucha vida. Casa Grande. Bienvenida. Casa Grande. Mucha risa. Casa Grande. All familia. Train. The city sounds that fill my brain Hitting the street and grabbing my board It's a big city, so much to explore Hanging on the block, skating at the park It's totally fun from dawn till dark Mercado below me, amiga above Our casa grande is full of love Tios, abuelos, all of my primos A dog, a parrot, amigos We're one big family now to talk about all of the Loud House and the Casagrande episodes that came out, which are Game Off, Deep Cuts, How to Train Your Carl, Copycat, and Flea Market. So today, two episodes of the Loud House premiered, which were Game Off and Deep Cuts. I'll talk about Game Off first because Deep Cuts had some good little Easter eggs in that episode. So Game Off was the first, was the episode where Lana wanted to play Lincoln's game because she got like so addicted to playing his game, but he, she had to find a way to distract Lincoln to keep him away from the game so she could play, but then she ends up screwing up to play the game. She, she, she ends up screwing up and has to play the game all over again, so she has to distract him. And I I thought this episode was so well done. Like, I already knew this episode was going to be good, but, like, I thought it was fantastic. Like, um, I wasn't really a big fan of Mud Above the Lana episode, but I'm the first ep- the first Lana episode this season. But I'm so glad she got two, and this one was just spectacular. Like, we haven't had a Lincoln Plus Sister episode in years. And this one was basically a role reverse, like in season one where like Lincoln would do something where he screws up and one of his sisters was mad. This time Lincoln was mad at his, at his sister for doing something and I had never seen Lincoln that upset at anybody ever, like even at his sisters. Like I know in season one he was kind of like mad at them sometimes, but in this episode it was like a very emotional moment where he just like got upset for Lana, you know, screwing up his game and going back and doing it all over again and... You know, I posted a scene on Twitter where he does get upset, and it was just so well done to the point where it struck a chord with me because I was like, I never seen Lincoln that upset before, and it's just like I just love this episode a lot. But what do you think of Game Off? Oh yeah, I thought it was really good too because it was like, um, <clears throat> like you said, it was a role reversal where it's basically yeah, we're like, you know, the show started out as where it would always be you know Lincoln growing up and you know trying to figure out ways to get things to himself um and then his sisters would all gang up on him and get mad and so this one i thought was kind of fun because it was like all of the sisters kind of having like their own little club 
uh, without Lincoln, and then the, um, uh, and then them trying to get Lincoln out of the house to distract him, because Lana messed up, and so, and then, like, the end was the best part, honestly, because I just liked how, you know, that's kind of something that I want to see more in The Loud House, like, I think when, you know, when we talk about seeing more emotional moments, like, that's the kind of stuff I'm talking about how the ending was, because it's, like, where, um, not, like, I feel, I feel like sometimes in cartoons they do this a lot where, you know, a character will mess up, and then, um, when they, like, you know, they'll try to hide it, and then when they confess to the other person that they messed up, the other character is just like, oh, you know, don't worry about it, and then it's, like, in real life, it doesn't always work like that, so I thought it was kind of fun to see... Lincoln actually get upset about it because you know I would be too but then he does you know he doesn't really stay mad at her for long so I thought that was good too because that's kind of how siblings are we're like you know we do things that make each other mad and then you know we might just need to cool down a little bit like they did with him and so you know let him calm down and then you just go right back to being friends yeah, because, like, even, like, that scene where, like, Lana was even asking, like, is there anything I can do for you? He's just like, just just leave me alone. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I had never seen Lincoln that upset before ever in the show. Like, in any, like, in an emotional way. Like, I, I just, I didn't, like, when they were talking, like, the sisters were like, oh, Lincoln's gonna be mad. He's gonna be upset. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I know Lincoln as a character. I don't think he'd be, he would get that bad. But, like, the moment he did, it actually shocked me. Because I was like... Why is he getting so upset at a video game? But just the way that they handled it, where yeah, he he did. It took him two weeks to play this game and get to the final level and stuff. So yeah, all his hard work didn't pay off with that and, and such. But just the way that he was like very just ignoring her, but then Lana, you know, made up for it in the end, and he wasn't mad at her anymore. It was just so well done. Like I just like you said, I want to see more of that in the show. That's how you handle an emotional moment in the show. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be dark. Like, you know, it don't have to be, you know, like, Steven Universe dark. It can just be, like, <clears throat> just something where it's more like the realistic kind of feels. Where, you know, you you want to hit people who can relate to that kind of thing. And so, like, I actually, on that part, I kind of felt bad for Lana. Because I was like, oh, I hate, you know, I hate making people upset. And so, like, I totally get you know, why she wanted to try to fix it because, you know, you don't want to make people upset, especially not your siblings because, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, they're the people who, like, you know, if you don't have anyone else, you have them. So, you know, it just felt bad for her. But I'm glad yeah. they made up in the end. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just... I just can't stop thinking about how good that scene was handled because, like, again, like, I never thought that Lincoln would get that, that upset at Lana, but just, like, it was, like, I have to applaud Tex on his performance of Lincoln and that scene, just, like, yeah. oh, so well done. And, like, the whole episode was really great. Like, I loved Lana's dream sequence where it was all, like, the 8-bit versions of Lincoln, like, when he popped up in, like, the final boss and, like, the way they, like, they made his kind of voice kind of sound robotic-like. Robotic that was just really cool to see. Like, I would love to see a whole episode where they're, like, just, like, the 8-bit Loud House, you know? Yeah, that would be... Or even, like, a video game, because I think a lot of, uh, you know, classic games are coming back. Like, they had Sonic Mania and, like, Cuphead and stuff. Like, so those kinds of games are coming back. So I think it'd be cool if they made a Loud House game. 
Yeah. Kind of like that. And even, like, the sisters had some great moments in this episode. I mean, like, Lana got paired with Lynn and Lisa, who were helping her on the episode. And, like, we had Lenny for a little bit, like, one play that dancing game. We had Lola kind of bribe him to, like, get flippies with him. And even, like, I love how Lincoln just knows his sister so well, where he was like, that's unusually nice of you, Lola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he's like, I got a date with a video game. <laughs> and then uh, Lucy was in it. Like, I'm glad Lucy got to be in it for a bit where it's like, okay, Lincoln denies free flippies from L Lola, denies L Lenny's, like, offer to go play a game. But a free zombie apocalypse room. Now that's what convinces Lincoln to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I just love, and like, when Lynn gets the picture, how Lincoln, how happy Lincoln looks when he defeated, defeated the zombie apocalypse room. <laughs> <laughs> and then like Lori got to be in it for a bit which I'm like man they're pairing up Lori and Lincoln a lot in these episodes we just had this community disservice when they were paired up and now they're paired up again this episode like I just because again I love Lori and Lincoln together so I love how like they've been pairing them a lot lately in these episodes yeah it was yeah so um I thought like again I thought this was a really good episode is there, is there anything else you want to say about this episode uh, not really, just that I thought it was really good. Alright, then let's get on to Deep Cuts. So Deep Cuts is the episode where Luna finds out that they're going to cut the music program, so she wants to find ways to, you know, make sure that her club doesn't get cut, but then two other, two other louds, Lori and Boan, both get involved because their clubs get cut in the way from the music club, uh, for them not to get cut in. This episode was really, really good. Like, I, I was really excited for this episode, but for one reason, and one reason is that Sam! Sam finally came back! She She's in the episode! We get a little bit of Saluna in this episode! Woo! <laughs> yes, we get some yeah. Saluna. And we also got a surprise cameo from Benny! So we kind of got some Wawanny in this episode, kind of. So and it was just so weird to me that we, we had Sam and Benny in the same episode. Like, that's just crazy to me. Like, I know the last time we kind of had them both in Ellis for Love, but the, but to see them actually both on screen together in that one scene with all of the all the people like fighting, that was just insane to me. Like I never thought they would do that, but I thought this was a really well done episode. And again, we haven't had a Luna episode in such a long time. The last one was Racy Hearts. So now that she has this one and then she's getting another one um, with uh, Sam, of course, but Sam was in this episode and her other band friends were here too. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really good episode. Having Lori and Wan play in the episode too was, was good as well. Like, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. But what'd you think of Deep Cuts? Oh yeah, I thought I think I might have liked that one a little bit better than Game uh, Game Off, but they were like you know they were both pretty solid anyway. But um, they I think it just kind of surprised me like the whole um, like the way that they went about it. Just uh, like I think we knew that Lori and Luann would be in it because of the title card. Yeah, but I just I'm just glad it didn't end up being like another brawl in the family kind of thing because oh. I'm glad it was not like that. Like it, like the fighting that they did was actually like realistic because, like I would be mad too, you know. And so, um, and then like the I think I thought the parts with Lincoln was pretty funny because I feel like when he's when he's not the star of the episode is when he's the like he's the funniest. Oh yeah, I love the part where he just walks in like, oh, we're gonna have dinner, and then he sees the fight is like, okay, and walks away. <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> uh, I love when they put unnecessary Linky cameos in the episodes that don't need him. Like, it's just like, hey, he's here, and I'm like, I love him. <laughs> yeah, but that was just funny. And then I was like, um, and then they had a song in there, in there too, and I thought that was fun. Yeah, the song was really great, especially seeing Luna, Lori, and Luann sing all together. Like, I love seeing that pair together, but... Most of us are, like, kind of sad about Lenny not being in the club, though. She kind of... Yeah. Because you would think that they would have, like, a fashion design club or something. But I'm thinking because most clubs are take place during after school, maybe because she has a job after school, she probably isn't in a club, but, you know. Oh, that's true, yeah. But, uh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. yeah, it was just... Oh. No, it go was ahead. Just fun to, oh. It was also fun to see more of the high school, too, because... Most of the time, like, since Lincoln is the main character, we're always at the elementary school. So it'll it's fun to see the um, high school. And I think maybe in that Lynn episode, we'll see more of the middle school, too. Yeah, because like, we got to see a lot of the drama kids from Stage Plight come back. And, of course, we got to see Luna, Sam, and their bandmates in this episode. And we got to see yeah. Lori's golf club because she's apparently in the golf club because she loves golf. So she's in the golf club. And yeah. It was cool. It's so cool. And we saw the principal of the high school. So we got to see all these unique designs for this episode. Yeah, like they had to make up a lot of brand new, like, background characters for these. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah that was fun. And I also relate to the principal so much. Yeah, like, like the principal was kind of like a hippie in a way, which, you know, one of my favorite lines of this episode were when, like, when the moment where she's upset at, at, like, at Lori, she just comes in screaming, like, you know, like, she's mad, and then, like, Luna comes in, and she's like, you be quiet, hippie! <laughs> and Darren said that he's the one that added that. <laughs> yeah, and I told Darren, thank you for adding that, because that, that part literally made me crack up so hard. Just like, I just love how Christina, like that moment Christina was like, they were like, okay, Christina, you as a you need to scream your lines the moment you come in there. And then you're like, shut up, like be quiet, hippie. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that was so like this episode was so funny like just like the way they all got mad at each other and like were fighting and stuff like it was it was such a hilarious episode yeah yeah it was it was like both of these episodes were solid like probably some mm -hmm. of the best of season four like i i can't do a ranking them all but these both were really just what some of the best episodes of season four i would say right now yeah, right. really good. Oh, yeah. All right. So then let's move on to the Casa Grande episodes. So we had a uh, three-episode bomb that came out, which they all premiered at 7 o'clock. Don't know why they did this, but now they're moving back to Saturday mornings, as they should be with the Loud House, so they're doing that on the 22nd. But we had these episodes come out in the bomb. So the first one we're going to talk about is How to Train Your Carl. This is the episode where um, Carl and the gang, they all go to the zoo because uh, Cinder, her family, invite Ronnie Ann, Carl, and CJ to go to the zoo. And Carl wants to go see this Komodo dragon that he really loves. But of course, Komodo dragons don't come out at night because they sleep. So Carl goes out to try to find the Komodo dragon, but of course gets lost. And Sid's mom has to go find him. And I was really excited for this episode because it was Carl's first focus episode. And Carl, of course, is one of the best characters in the Casagrandes, as I always say. And I, I really liked this episode. I thought it was a lot of fun for Carl's first episode as a focus. And, you know, him and the monkey were a great team together. But I feel like that Sid's mom, Becca Chang, kind of stole the spotlight from how awesome she is. Because, not gonna lie, she's pretty awesome in this episode. Like, yeah. she's so great. Like, she's so talented and awesome. And then, you know, like, she's she's awesome. But uh, what'd you think about this episode? <clears throat> I thought that episode was pretty funny 
like all this the in the I, Sid's mom was weird, honestly because she's just like literally knows how to handle those animals and I'm glad that we saw more of her because I feel like we see we don't see her that much like we see we've seen more of the we've seen more of Mr. Chang than we have of her so that was fun to see more of her too yeah and they've been building up the zoo for a while in the spinoff like they talk about the zoo so much but we never see it and of course we had that zoo podcast a while back with with Becca also on there as well so now that we actually got to see the zoo for once like it really did like live up to the hype because it looks like a really cool zoo like and they were gonna sleep there for like a sleepover I guess so I really hope we get to see more of the zoo in the future of the spinoff like I hope this is not just for a one episode you know yeah like since her mom works at the zoo i would think we'll probably see more of it yeah and then, and this episode was like one of the first episodes why well, i also say stress test with ronnie and didn't really have a lot of focus in this episode too which i'm glad about they're starting to do kind of the, the things they're doing with her where like with lincoln solely with lincoln he would start having less and less focus in screen time this episode like stress test she didn't have a lot to do in this episode so i'm glad to see they're, they're starting to like you know give other characters a chance to shine like you know with carl being the focus in this one and of course you know carl's always fantastic so i think because it's carl it's a really good episode i thought it was really funny just with him and all the hijinks he gets in with the monkeys so i thought it was a really funny episode oh yeah it was funny like the part whenever the komodo dragon was gonna eat him and he's just sitting there like la 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 <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, it was just really fun. Like, the, I love the monkey. The monkey was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. it was such such a funny episode. So I really enjoyed that. And then we have Copy Cat, which is the episode where Ronnie Ann thinks that Carlitos doesn't like her because he's not copying her. And so she tries to find ways to get Carlitos to like her, but she eventually goes too far and gets Carlitos to like her a little too much. So she has to find another way to stop him from liking her so much. And I want to give a shout out to the Casagrande crew for confirming one of my headcanons that I've had for the longest time that Ronnie Ann is so desperate for people to like her. Like, the moment where she was so mad about Carlitos not liking her, she's like, I want him to like me now i'm like i can't believe the, i can't believe they actually confirmed one of my headcans i've been like thinking about for such a long time after operation dad destroyed all my headcanons about Roddy in they're like we'll throw you a bone from one of them and um i just love this episode because again like with this, with um, How to Train Your Carl and even Flea Market, Ronnie Ann hasn't really been utilized in this show, of course, because she hasn't been a focus. So now this episode, she's a focus again. I just love all the ways she tried to convince uh, Carlitos to like her. And eventually, you know, she got him to like her a little too much. So she was, like, stressing about, you know, Carlitos clinging on to her and such. And, you know, it's basically, like, it reminds me a lot of, like, Chaining the Baby from season one with Lincoln and Lily in a yeah, way. Yeah. Or even there's a, there's a comic in uh, the third issue of Live Life Lab, which is um, uh, the Babes in the City, where she's uh, babysitting Carlitos, and missed opportunity to call Lincoln, because it's like, who's the one person she knows that can actually, you know, help her take care of a baby with Lincoln, you know, missed opportunity, Casagrandes, you know. But uh, anyway, but like, you know, I just, I really love this episode, just seeing her, like, go through the struggle of trying to get Carlitos to like her, but eventually it goes too far, and she has to learn that, you know, like like uh, Frida said, you know she's a, he's a baby. He'll eventually learn to like you. You just have to you just have to keep at it. Like I know in um, Pranks from the Memories, which is another example of this. This is basically just Pranks from the Memories with Carlitos, where you know in that episode she tried to convince Carlota to like her, but this episode did a lot more better than that one. 
And then in that one, she had said Carlitos and her were close, but I guess they weren't too close at the moment where she was like, oh, he's not copying me, so he doesn't like me anymore. But the way they handled the ending, I just thought was so brilliant, where she was like, okay, I'm going to convince Carlitos to not like me, because, you know, after, you know, babies, after they like something and play with something, they stop playing with it and play with something else. So, you know, Roddy and eventually, like, started playing with Carlitos to get him to stop liking her so much, and I thought that was <laughs> so well done. And so, yeah, so what do you think of Copycats? Oh, I thought that one was really cute. Because, you know me, I love babies and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so cute. And I love how he called her Owl. Like, that was so yes. cute. Like, <laughs> Ow, Ow. Yeah, because she <laughs> fell on her butt, and then he goes, ow! And she's like, oh, he likes me now! <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. It is like, I'm like, they're trying to prepare her for the future with yeah. having kids. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, that one scene where she was stressed out about Carlitos being around her, I'm like, oh, honey, just wait till you have 11 kids with Lincoln, then you'll see what true pain is like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then it, with Frida like being upset because she thinks that Carlitos doesn't love her anymore and then like, she dressed <laughs> up as Roddy and then flossing at the end yeah <laughs> I was like no Frida no I thought you were my favorite why would you betray me like this <laughs> and then of course we got uh, we knew about this character named Diego for the longest time, and we thought there was actually going to be an episode, but no, Diego was just a one-off gag. <laughs> he like, might come- I mean, he could come back, though, but we don't know. That's true. I was like, wait, he's in this episode? Okay. <laughs> <sighs> like, yeah, like, this- I, I thought this was such a good episode. Like, I need to watch it again. I loved it so much. It was such a great episode. Yeah, and it made me think that, like, we need Carlitos and Lily. Oh to yeah, hang out again. Let's let's have Lincoln bring Car uh, Lily to the city so they can have like a little play dates. Yeah, like literally the only interaction that they had was in the loudest Thanksgiving, and like he threw mashed potatoes at her face. Oh no! At the end, they were dancing <laughs> together in the nacho. Oh cheese. yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. But well, like their first introduction to each other though was like throwing food at yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They were they were vibing in the nacho cheese. Yes. <laughs> so then like at Lincoln and her both have babies since like they're getting ready for the future. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, that could be oh my gosh. They need to do an episode like that where like Ronnie Ann has to watch Carlitos and then Lincoln's like, Oh, I have to watch Lily. <laughs> Play day time. Yeah. Like Oh, do like two boys and a baby, except it's Lincoln and Ronnie in with two babies. Oh my god, that would be the most amazing episode <laughs> ever. I mean, that, that, I mean, why did, I mean, then again, you know, like Lincoln brought Rochelle to the city, so he's, he's setting her up for the future, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so great. Take notes, left, I mean, Costa Grande's crew. Yeah, that's right. You're listening to Costa Grande crew. Take every note that you hear from our voices, because we got <laughs> ideas for you. <laughs> Alright, and then we have the big episode we're going to talk about today, which is Flea Market, which is the episode where, where uh, Lori and Bobby are celebrating their pizza-versary, and Bobby wants to go celebrate that date with Lori, but of course he has to give up control of the Mercado to uh, Roddy and CJ and Carl, which he doesn't want to because they're going to mess everything up, but of course he still has his date with Lori, and uh, since you're my guest that, I'd like you to go first on this episode because of course it is the lobby episode. What did you think of Flea Market? Um, I'll be honest, like, I thought that there was going to be 
a little bit more shipping in it than there was, but the amount that we got was pretty good. So I thought I liked seeing um like we had we had horoscope with Lincoln and Ronnie Ann and then now we had this episode with Lori and Bobby and so I just think it's kinda cool that, you know, even though they're they have long distance, like they still are talking to each other and stuff, so they're still going strong. And I think the I know a lot of people were um, on this episode for the fact that um, the way that Ronnie and Carl and CJ acted, mm. like, but I honestly thought that they were kind of funny because like we never see Ronnie and act actually act like a kid, and I guess it's because a lot of the show is told from her point of view. So of course we're not gonna see you know that part of her, but so I thought that this was more of like how Bobby kind of sees them because it's like. Yeah, little, like, kids can be annoying sometimes. Like, they just really are. So I thought that was funny. And so then when you go to, you look at the lobby stuff, like, I kind of felt bad for Lori because um, she was, like, you know, wanting to have this date and stuff. But then Bobby's over here, like, being distracted by, you know, being stressed out about what's going on with the Mercado and all that. And then it's just, like... Uh, the part when, like, she gets mad at him, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> you did it now. You're with your other love. No, we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, the yeah the old lady was like, well, maybe if I was 50 years younger. <laughs> no, I mean the Mercado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, and then just, like, the whole thing with her telling him that, like, you know, some people have their own way of doing things, and you just kind of have to learn how to accept that. And so I, I think in a in a way, she's kind of talking about their relationship, too. And, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, the the advice that, like, when she told, um, you remember in Racing Hearts, she told Luna about how um, her and Bobby, like, when they first started dating, they didn't really have much in common, but they kind of just had to learn how to, you know, deal, like, you know, learn how to deal with the way that each other does things and, like, the things that they like. And so I feel like that was just kind of going back to that where, you know, they're not... Oh, that's another thing is I kind of like that it showed that their relationship isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like... um, They don't do it as much now, but, like, I feel like... Um, back in season one, like, you know, when Lobby was just, like, that really, like, stereotypical, cheesy teenage high school relationship. Like, they kind of treated their relationship like it's perfect. And Save the Day, I think, would be an exception for that. But then we see, like, you know, they do have their flaws. Like, I think at times it kind of seemed like, you know, Lori didn't really care as much about Bobby as she cared or yeah, Lori didn't care as much about Bobby as, like, he cares about her. But, like, I think it's obvious that they the feelings are mutual still. So, that's what I liked about it. And then, like, you know, the the hug at the end. Oh, yes. my gosh. That was the best part. Yeah, like, um, I, I, I enjoyed this episode a lot, um, especially with the lobby parts. Like, that part where you talk about the speech at the end. I made an analysis on this on Twitter where I, I literally, this literally reminded me of, 
like she, the way she was like, oh, your family has a different different way of going about things. I'm like, oh, she learned this from her own family because like in Guts yeah. and Glory, you know, like she's basically Bobby in that episode where she's in charge of the house and she's strict and such, just like Bobby. And then like you know, Lincoln takes over because he feels like that he could do a better job. But then the, of course the loud kids cause more chaos. Then you know, Ronnie and CJ and Carl really didn't cause a lot of chaos. They just you know, changed the music and just did silly things. And Lori's like, did they, like, were they rude to any guests, burned the place down? And he's like, no, no, like, the loud kids, they destroyed everything in their house. So, of course, Lori had to go back and take charge. So, like, she's like, yeah, like, you have to respect that your family, you're, you know your family loves the Mercado. They wouldn't do anything to destroy it, like, you know, and that, and she learned that from her family and from herself, and that's why she tried to teach her boyfriend that, because, like, and she's like, what I love about you is that that is, is that you're so passionate about things. Like, this is, like, literally the first time I've ever really seen her actually, like, describe why she likes Bobby so much. Because we don't really know why Lori and Bobby love each other so much other than, you know, they're the typical lovey-dovey couple. But, you know, slowly they've showed that they're not this perfect couple. But, like, seeing how Lori loves and loves how how passionate he is because yeah bobby does so much for Lori. you know he cares about her and does a lot of things for her and she's like yeah i love how passionate you are about the things that you love like she's okay with him loving the mercado so much because she loves him and you know the hug at the end and he's like thanks it's like it, it was really sweet like i never thought that we would see Lori character development in the spinoff but we yeah. did <laughs> that was really crazy mm-hmm yeah, and, like, the whole thing with Roddy and CJ and Carl, like, I feel like the only reason they did that was because they basically wanted to write Ronnie in out of the episode, but they couldn't find a way to do it. They are like, Let, we need to write her out of the episode, so we, we, we don't really want her in it, but let's just do something where she's not really part of the plot. Because, like, like, even though I love Ronnie and CJ and Carl, I feel like they weren't really necessary to the plot. You could have just written them out and nothing would have changed, but, you know, they were kind of the obstacle to Bobby being all strict and stuff, but, you know, really, like, they really didn't, like, do anything bad to the Mercado. They just kind of changed the music and just were kids. So, yeah, when, when Bobby went back, you know, everything was fine, but he was going way too far, and, you know, I, you know, and then he got upset at Roddy Ann, which that's the way you're upset at Roddy Ann, and he's like, oh, you understand when you're older, and I'm like, wait, Bobby, you know this is the same girl that helped take care of you in Shell Shock. Like, you shouldn't be this bad at her, but again, like, like you said, like, we haven't seen that side of Ronnie in the show where she's childish, and you have to mm -hmm. consider, like, you know, back in the day, like, when she was living with Bobby and Maria, she had to take on this, all this responsibility and stuff, but now that she doesn't have to, now that she lives with the Casagrandes, she could be a kid again, she doesn't need all that responsibility on her, on her hands anymore when she's not a main character, you know, she could actually be a kid, like, yeah, it did kind of, upset me because I've never really seen her act this way before. But it's like you mm -hmm. said where when Lincoln's not the main character he acts like his age and sometimes it's like, oh yeah, they're supposed to be 11 years old. They're supposed to be kids. So we we can see them act their age. But you know I it was a little played up for the episode but you know like it was just it, it, I, it, I, like I'm not like mad about it anymore. I'm just like yeah, they're kids. This is the same kid. This is the same child that spent a hundred dollars in one day. So you know, she could be a little. She could be. She could act that way. You know. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was fun because yeah, like you said, um, it is fun to be reminded that she's a kid and kids 
are annoying. They do weird stuff. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it was just great seeing Lorian the spinoff for the first time ever. Because, again, like, we got Lincoln before Lorian the show. I still think that's crazy. Like, they actually decided to do that. And I know most people are saying that Lorian might show up more than Lincoln because we all know that Lorian's going to move eventually. Um, but, you know, like, seeing her in the show for the first time, and, of course, the way they animated her was a lot different than the main show. Just seeing, how again, how, how the, I just love how the Casa Grande's, the spinoff show, makes, like, Lorian Lincoln in the show more expressive. Because, like, Lori's expressions in the episode were just really well done. Like, she's more, like, like, squash and stretch kind of thing. Like, she could do more expressive faces, like the little, like, heart eyes she did at Bobby, or just, like, the way she talked to him and the speech and everything, or way, the way she was smiling with a little dimple with him when they were talking on the phone together. Like, it was just, I just love the way they're just, like, really just doing a lot with the expressions in the spinoff. And then when you see, like, the characters from the Loud House come into the spinoff, it's like, oh my gosh, look how expressive they could actually be oh, yeah. more than the main show, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It is, it is a very subtle difference, but you can definitely tell. Yeah, and I just love how the Casagrandes really step up their game when it comes to the crossover, because like I said, in, uh, in Croats, we got the Loud House cameo, literally the Loud House, and then in Horoscope, we got Lincoln from the show, and then we had Bobby going to Royal Woods to pick up Lori to go to the, to go to the city in the spinoff. Like, that's just, like, yeah. the biggest galaxy brain ever. Like, I still think the ending of season one of Casagrandes will have such a big crossover moment, it will throw us off guard. Like, I just know. Like, they were just like, let's, with these crossover episodes, let's just step up our, our game with these kind of things. Because I still think this one at Horoscope are, like, one of the best episodes of the Casa Grandes. Because they really just, they just know how to treat our ships right, man. They really do. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, come on, TLH, take notes. The Casa Grandes are doing the ships better than you ever did. <laughs> yeah, like, I think it's just the thing, the reason why we get, like, Ronnie Kin and Lobby is because it's like, you know, the those are the main two, the only two like Casa Grande's characters that are being shipped with Loud House ones. Yeah. So, of course we're going to get them. Yes. <laughs> and like we said with Ronnie Kin guys, give us more Lobby, you know, we we still it's like you can't you can't stop it here like you're just like, "Oh, let's make one ship episode. We're done." No. We want more, guys. So don't stop. We want more. Just give us more. Like more Ronnie Kin, more Lobby. We we need we need an episode with both ships in them. If we get an episode with both ships, like that would be that would be fantastic if we did that. Like another like another city slickers or save the dates, you know. Yeah. Like give us that and we'd be satisfied. Um I'm trying to think of what else like in this episode. Like this episode was basically horoscope 2.0 because they go to the same restaurants like Irani and doing horoscope so I got like so many horoscope vibes because like they were literally sitting in the same table in the same position because like Bobby was sitting in the same seat as Ronnie in that episode which had the cupid pointed towards her in that episode and it was pointed towards Bobby and it's like and then like um one of the writers of the Castagrandes was liking a bunch of tweets that day that we made a bunch of them about it. He liked a ton of the tweets I made. And then the one I, someone posted the scene with Lincoln and Ronnie and, and Lori and Bobby at the restaurant. And I was like, I see you, Casagrandes. And he, he liked it. So I'm like, we see you, Casagrandes. <laughs> we see you. We know what you're doing. Don't hide it. You know, Lori and Bobby are kidding, but Lincoln, but Ronnie can be next. We know it. You can't hide it from us anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. It's just funny. Cause I'm like, what are you guys not telling us what are you guys up to 
<laughs> oh my gosh. So I like, feel... um, yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, I said, I feel like, I know that like legally they can't take any kind of ideas that like, you know, they get from fans, but I still feel like they're looking at us to see like, hmm, I wonder if what we can do that would make these guys happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Horoscope was really built on like killing the fandom with like all of the ship teasing. They're like, oh, they like Roddy Kid, huh? Hmm. I wonder what we could do to like kill them. And then like Lobby's like, oh, they like Lobby too. All right, let's do that. And then it's like, oh, they liked Horoscope. Let's just do the entire episode just with Lobby. Let's put them the entire, let's put them the same seat. Let's do the same expression. Let's do the same position they were in. Let's just do that. Let's just make the connections. Let's, let, Cause like, we're always making like, connection but they like they, but the show was like we'll do it for you <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they they hear us they know what we want so you know yeah i, I feel like the roddy kid vlogs were just built on us like telling them how much we want roddy kids so you know but uh yeah so uh, i'm trying to think what else i liked about flea market um you know, I, I just, I thought it was great. And also just hearing, hearing Lori say Mercado and Abuela, like just hearing her say Spanish words for like the first time mm -hmm. around Bobby, that was really nice to hear, you know? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, like I, I really liked the episode a lot. Um, yeah, like, like you said, um, like I said before, like, I still think Horoscope is the better crossover episode just because Lincoln was, was contri contributed to the plot more and he was in it more. Like, he had, he had a lot more screen time. But, but poor Lori was sitting at the restaurant for the whole time. She really didn't get a lot of screen time that I thought she would. But for the moments we did get Lobby in it, it was still really well done. Yeah, it was. So yeah, those were all the episodes of The Loud House and The Casa Grande that came out. So Nat, if there's any social media you want to plug for our lovely listeners right now, go right ahead. Yeah, so I have, I'm most active on Twitter, which is at Wyoming Parmesan. And you can also find me on Instagram at Wyoming2016. And I have a Tumblr as well. It's Wyoming Parmesan is also... But I don't get on there as much, but you guys could still follow me on there if you want, because I have a lot of stuff that you could look at. All right. So, Nat, thank you again for coming back on my show. I always, I appreciate you coming back. Oh, yeah, I love it. Like, every time you ask me to be on here, I'm just like, yay. You know what? Since we're getting those <laughs> ship episodes, I might ask you to come on again. <laughs> yay. I'm always gonna, we, yeah. No, go ahead. If I said if we get any more, like, exciting news and stuff. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to have you back on for those ship episodes. Yay! <laughs> so thank you all for listening to Casa Grande Chats, and we'll see you all next time on Casa Grande Chats.